I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. to the basketball addicts podcast the one podcast in the world where we answer the one question in the world that everybody wants to know is how you mm-hmm. can you get in how can you pay from outside the finals when you can't even get in speaking of paying from knows. outside the finals the lakers will be one of those teams sad to say i'm gonna hang my head in shame right now because oh my gosh what is going on do like how can we win a game we're two and ten you have one of the greatest players of all time and i'm gonna get off this soapbox because i don't want to rant this is not what the podcast is about i'm sorry guys but huh, it sucks to be a lakers fan right now i would just like to clarify that you're going to be two and eleven after brooklyn beats them tonight so it's going to be two and eleven so I, I and, and they don't even have LeBron. They don't even have LeBron James just tonight. Salt in the wounds. Just salt in the wounds, man. Yeah. Salt in the wound. That, that. You know what the crazy part about this is? Are you going to dump on me too, Jason? Is this what this oh, is? Yeah, this is <laughs> this is tag team right now. That's not right. You know what this is? <laughs> you know who owns our first round pick? Who? The Lakers' first round pick. The Pelicans, Pelicans, right? Yeah. So no matter how many games they lose, it's going to the Pelicans. The Pelicans who gave Victor Wanabanya from the Lakers pick. <laughs> like, like this is terrible. This is like, yeah. oh my goodness. And yeah, I think it's they should blow it up. I would I would blow it up. I agree. Trade everybody. Ah. Braun, AD, Russ. Because you gotta think about this strategically. Like, when you're down eight games, you're down two and ten. Even if you get Miles Turner and Buddy Healed. You still don't have another guy that can defend the wing of LeBron James. He can't do that every night. You still don't have any other guards that can shot create for themselves. Buddy Hield wouldn't be able to defend. It's not like they have a great bench. It's not like they have a really solid point guard. They don't have any great shot creators other than LeBron. Like they would still be a forty-four win team if you put that together. But since they're down already. 10, 2 to 10 in the re- record, you're not going to make the playoffs, right? There's no realistic way for them to make the playoffs. And the next year, LeBron's going to get older. Anthony Davis, surprisingly, is 29. Like, it, he's this is his peak. This is the best version of AD. 29 going on 40. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I, would, I would trade I would trade LeBron. For I, who? I think Portland. I would trade him for Portland for young players. I'd trade him for Shaden Sharp, who's got a vertical out of this world i mean he can literally forehead knock his forehead on the rim he's really young he's got three-point shot creation for himself and jeremy grant and i would trade ad to somewhere like the 76ers for tyrese maxi or something along those lines get two young pieces and rebuild 
That's what I would do. I think they won't do that because they love to have the stars there, but I'd move on. Everybody move. Trade them. Palinka sucks. Palinka sucks. I agree. I think <laughs> I I think they should just get I think they should if cuz you don't I think LeBron's going to be out for a bit. I think they should try and get uh get rid of Anthony Davis for sure. But also Westbrook's mm. been playing great coming off the bench. So yeah. if he can if he can keep playing like that and just come off the bench and they can find someone for Anthony Davis. I think Anthony Davis is the main one. When they lost against Sacramento, all my my whole like everything, my hope for Anthony Davis was gone. I was just like, "That's it, man. You're done." Just I would trade him the next day. I would have been like, "You're done." After that game, I'd have been like, "You're traded. Don't even bring your stuff to LA. You're not even allowed back." <laughs> Nobody could touch like- Mike Brown's offense. I feel like it's the Monstars, right? (laughs) I feel like it's the Monstars. You know how, like, in Space Jam, how, like, everybody, how the um, aliens took, like, all the greatest basketball players' powers, Mm -hmm. whatever, and then it was, like, had it in the basketball. I feel like Russ took all of LeBron James and Anthony Davis' basketball powers, and then he became the best basketball player on the floor, and then, like, LeBron is, like, sucking, AD is sucking, and he's just like, I'm playing great, though. (laughs) Yeah. It's well, like the LeBron, monsters. LeBron is averaging, I think he's averaging over 30. It's it's the other two. Well, it was the other two. I think two, it's 25. Is it 25? That's close. Yeah, I think it's 25. Yeah, but, it's, but he's it, still like doing, I think the main problem here is they got to get rid of Anthony Davis and find someone that's going to fill that void. I, I don't yeah. think he's been, yeah. he, since the uh, bubble, he hasn't really, he hasn't really done anything. Like you watch his game, he just grabs it. And it's really slow. He doesn't do the inside, outside, outside, inside anymore. He just, like I mm-hmm. saw him in a press conference saying that he, uh, that he doesn't want to play a five anymore, that he's a four. Yeah. And he can't guard the five. It's just like, dude, you're seven feet tall. You're a monster. You should be able to do both. Like just suck yeah, it up sure. and just play. Like be a two, yeah. two-way player. I, yeah. I, I don't know. He has a weak mindset and it shows yeah. in his skill, it shows in his mm-hmm. work ethic. And I think another thing is, the media and everybody in general needs to reframe their discussion on LeBron James. This You can't expect a 37-year-old to be the number one best player on a playoff team. I don't care how good LeBron is. He just can't do it every night like that. You just can't expect him to do that. He needs a guy. A perfect situation for him would be either when Portland Dame or in Dallas, for example. Luca's going to get all the buckets and then having a secondary decision maker is what he is right now on, on an NBA championship team. Uh, you know, it's, it's just completely unreasonable and Anthony Davis doesn't want to take it. And Anthony Davis isn't just ready mentally. I mean, when are you ever going to be ready? He's going to have a three next to his age bracket. Like this, this is never going to happen. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's just sad. It's sad that, they traded away Brandon Ingram, Lonzo yeah. Ball, picks, and you know I, Brandon Ingram. I, I would trade Brandon Ingram for Anthony Davis right now because at least Brandon Ingram looks like he's mentally wants to be that guy. At least yeah. he looks like he's trying to push himself. At least he develops every year. And Lonzo Ball has been a great defender, and he shoots threes and he makes passes. Like this is. That trade was a failure, which would nobody in a million years would have guessed because Anthony Davis is a failure. He's a waste of talent. Like, seriously, it's ridiculous how, how this that guy has so much more talent than Giannis. He's in a completely different playing field than Giannis Antetokounmpo's talent. 
but one guy works like it's nothing nothing else he has to do every single day and another guy just doesn't want it i think uh chris you, you i don't think chris is going to uh bring up the lakers anymore because jason just <laughs> dropped the just dropped the bomb on chris <laughs> Yeah. I just think he's the wrong fit for the Lakers. I think if he goes to another team, he'll be a better better fit. I just don't think that he's good with the Lakers. And I guess we'll see what happens tonight. I really don't know what more. I, I saw a trade uh, a trade in the paper there. I think it was one of the uh, ESPN guys, I think Stephen A. Smith. He said that he would trade Anthony Davis for Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. I don't think that would work. I don't think so either. I don't think that would work either. That- the Lakers don't run the kind of offense that would use Draymond Green anyway. Well, and the payroll. Yeah. Like, those are two big contracts there. Sure. Draymond's on, on his way out on one of them, but Clay, I think, has uh, – like, they're big contracts. It's not just trading the players either now. It's their contracts. Like, I bet you mm-hmm. they want the Lakers would get rid of Russell Westbrook a long time ago. But yeah, no one's picking up his $47 million contract. <laughs> Something ridiculous yeah. like that. It's stupid, man. <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot so, of money. He does have a lot of money to be paid out. And it seems like he's going to be worth it. And what maybe he might become a hot commodity because he's playing so well. But I just want to just um, respond to your Anthony Davis take, right? So I think that's a really good take, right? I think that, you know, he's more of a cautionary tale, we'll say. I say, like, he's a cautionary tale for expecting too much out of a player, right? And I think that we had those high expectations first off because of what we seen what Anthony Davis was able to produce when he was with New Orleans. You yes. Know? So, mm-hmm. you know, and then we brought that to the Lakers and we was looking at Anthony Davis who's still looking good, but we have mm-hmm. to think about the pieces that were surrounding Anthony Davis and the type of player that he was then. So we can't really judge off of it now because looking back, he was the exact player that we wanted to be because of the situation he was in. Yes. Period. I mean, case in point being... Lakers, you had JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard, who was consistently playing the center. So Anthony Davis could play the power forward. He likes playing the power forward when we had DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, like, he didn't want to play the big role. He wanted to be, you know, the power forward. He wanted to be a big, but not, you know, like a center. So I think that, looking at that, I think that it's not so much fit. I think it's just that the Lakers just don't have the pieces for him to be the player that he wants to be. There, I mean, he doesn't want to play the center. He doesn't like playing the center. And if he and if he was the type of talent that we you know that we think he is or used to think he is and that the league used to think he is, then you would build the team so that he would be able to thrive as well as LeBron would be able to thrive. There are centers out there who can knock down shots as well. Um, at a consistent clip, Cat being one of them. Not saying that he was going to be available, but I'm just that's just the idea um, that would allow you know. Anthony Davis, or maybe they need maybe a more of a rough and rugged center like a Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee, maybe a um, let me think of one. They need a they need a center that like can a Stephen Adams or something like that. You know, that can shoot a like, jump shot. That's what they need. They don't need like a yeah. big guy. Like they tried mm-hmm. that with Dwight Howard, and they, he got exposed like a lot from bringing him out. Yeah, so, I was just looking at the stats, and Anthony Davis is averaging twenty three points. Right now, 23, 10, and, and 2 or something like that. That's basically what mm-hmm. his career average is. And LeBron's averaging 24 a game. So yeah. they need some 30-point uh, perform, like 30 points per game each. If mm-hmm. the Lakers even are thinking about even uh, playoffs or, or the championship. So, yeah. I mean. They're, they're no Luka. They're no Luka Doncic. Yeah. I can tell you that. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. After last night. 
at least you're not getting blown out, but you know. The we'll only thing tonight. We'll see what happens Don't tonight. The only thing I would push back a little bit, Chris, on AD with his wanting mm-hmm. to play the four, is his visual reaction to playing the five. Uh-huh. Is where I, that's the reason why I feel so negatively about him because he doesn't have the right mentality to take on challenges. Okay, I I haven't played the five most of my career. I'm just gonna go out and take this challenge, right? I'm gonna try to become better, right? He doesn't have that kind of mentality. Like Magic Johnson may not have ever played center any time in his career other than high school before. 1979 game six of the NBA finals, but Kareem's down and we need to win a game. Okay. That Mm -hmm. point guard's going to play center that game, right? He took on the challenge and he's one of the greatest. And Mm -hmm. that guy that takes on the challenge grew his skill wise and showed that that's the kind of guy he was. And he's going to keep on growing from there. That's what I mean by ADs. He doesn't take the challenge. He keeps on sending signals that he's just not, he's weak mentally. That's my point of what I'm trying to make. Even though I think you're right, he's better at the four in the NBA because he gets to switch, and then he gets to be taller than everybody else, and he kind of, that's what his best position is. I'm saying in the team, the team needs him to play the five. So he should be taking that challenge instead of limiting his mind with excuses. Very true. Very true. Like I said, I wasn't disagreeing. I was mm. just, it was just making a, a point, you know, saying mm. that, you know, as far as him being wanting to be the four, you see, that's not that's how that's how teams were able to win with him with him playing that position. So, mm. um, okay. okay, well, moving on from the Lakers because they're two and ten, so it's not much <laughs> to say there. Right. Um, I'm gonna cry a little bit on the inside, but we should um, talk about the team. Let's talk about the team that. Uh... <laughs> That's been de- that defeated the the Lakers, the Jazz, <laughs> the oh, Jazz. Yes, yes. Who okay. I, I say this all the time, but who would have thought the Jazz would have been so great? And who would have thought that Laurie Markkinen would have became the player that he's became this year? I, I I didn't see that coming. I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't even think the Utah Jazz were even going to have a record like this. They got six players, no. I believe, that are in double digits right now scoring. And Kelly Olenek's getting 12 a game, so you know something's working. <laughs> right. Who's the coach over there? I can't even name his name. He's really young. Really, really, I think he's probably the youngest coach in the NBA. Whatever he's doing, doing it right. I'm glad that they got they finally split up Donovan Mitchell and like tried something new over there. I mean, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, mm-hmm. but they finally split them up and started something new. Because whatever it is, they're working. They, they're number one in the West. Who would yeah. have thought? 10 and, ten oh. and 2. They're playing as a team. They, when you yeah. watch them, they play as a team. Like, there's no, like, you know, when you're watching the Lakers and the Philly and, and Brooklyn, they always got, like, Durant or LeBron or someone. They're playing mm-hmm. as, like, a, a whole team. Like, guys come off the bench. They know their spots. They're playing the defense. Like, they're, you're actually watching team basketball when you're seeing the Utah Jazz. It's like watching the good old days with uh, Stockton and Malone, and they had Brian Russell, and they had uh, Greg Ostertag, Jeff Hornacek. Yeah. Um, they had a bunch of those guys. Yeah, I would say that uh, I don't expect it to continue. I Me I think they're going to fall off, but I feel like it's a it's a good story for the coach. I feel like it's a good stomping ground for the coach to gain some momentum. Uh, I feel like they wanted to tank for Victor. I, looks like it may not be as good as you planned it out to be tanking-wise, but I think Laurie Markkinen, even though, you know, I, th- I think FIBA, 
the I feel like I haven't seen a bigger correlation for jumps this season than FIBA. So FIBA, a few big guys are making big jumps. Giannis mm-hmm. has more skill this year because he was playing in Greece and he had to develop his mid-range more. Luka Doncic was losing his mind in his Slovenia, Slovakian team in FIBA, and he's dominating the NBA right now. Laurie Markkinen was playing for Denmark, and he was showing more skill than most. Like, he was really having 30-point 30 30 point games. Like, he was really, you know, coming in with confidence. And I feel like a lot of these guys coming in from the FIBA World Cups, and they're coming in with a lot of confidence into this NBA season, and you're seeing it translate. So I feel like it's a good thing for... You know, NBA players moving forward, maybe you want to get more involved with FIBA Cup. I mean, even Jokic was playing. Like, all the big European guys were playing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's a, a, something that more players are going to try to do because um, I definitely feel like a confidence boost has happened for those guys. I can see that. Yeah, I can, can see, see that. You can see with, uh, Giannis's, um, with Giannis's game now, he's sort of gotten more of the outside touch playing in the with the, mm-hmm. uh, in the summertime there. So, yeah, uh, and Luka Doncic last year in, in the Olympics was just scorching people, literally just scorching people. Like they had that fire truck. That, they, they had that fire trucks at courtside because he was just cooking people, just literally oh cooking people. Oh my goodness! If it wasn't you, for Durant, if it wasn't for Kevin Durant, USA would have never won that Olympics <laughs> because he oh scorched them literally. They needed super stokers in the crowd just to stop him. It was just like you're literally on fire. Every like some of the shots he was taking was just ridiculous. See, like all all every NBA fan that did not watch FIBA highlights or anything like that during the offseason was missing out on some really crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Darren is not messing around. He's very honest. No, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm telling you right Luke now, if you want to watch like a, a highlight reel, just go watch him <laughs> in, the, in, 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 the, in the Olympics last. Oh, my goodness. Just scorching people. It was just like, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know if we want to talk about this next, but yesterday's game when he dropped 42 13 and 10 which is just unreal right now unreal he's he's unreal he's my favorite player to watch in the league right now like he's been since the uh the beginning he's just so smooth like he's not like really really fast but when he gets Mm -hmm. you into the uh breaks you down man he's so smooth he'll put you one way and then he's got you the other and his step back three it looks like it's really slow but you don't even know yes. when that yeah. when he's gonna launch it. Like he might uh-huh. just he, he's got that hesitation where he might pull that shot or just go by you. So it's crazy. Just the way he's yeah. doing it. And with Dallas, like he doesn't have many tools with Dallas. He has like great nope. um surrounding players that fit the roles. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have like any like uh like LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, no uh Kyrie Irving, Kevin Grant, uh Ben Simmons. Which I'm sure we'll get to later. Um, but uh, other than that, man, I think he he's MVP. I'm calling MVP right now. He's gonna take it. Yeah, I seen the MVP ladder. I think he's like second on the ladder, and John's oh like God, third. I hope not. I hope I think not Giannis is Giannis is one. What? I think Lucas two. Gian- and Jaws <laughs> Who the three. Fuck made that ladder. <laughs> Lucas averaging thirty four in like thirty six. No, right now I have him at thirty-four. He's at thirty-four. Yeah, I thought he was at thirty-six. Thirty-four, eight. That was probably eight last week. <laughs> oh my right. god! And B just dropped fifty-nine points. Whoa. Well, I guess he. I guess that ladder just went up, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. He just dropped uh, fifty-nine, fifty-nine points, eleven rebounds, eight assists, and seven blocks. 
That's crazy. 76 is 105 98 victory know, over Jets. Yeah, we know on the inside right now. <laughs> yeah, so he is, Giannis is number one in the uh, MVP uh, track right now. Yeah, and Lucas second. Oh. Jason Tatum's third. Donovan oh, Jason Mitchell's third. fourth. Uh, Nikola Jokic, who they're not showing any respect for with the MVP or anything, is fifth. I would like to see Player him. Get, it's voter fatigue. <laughs> I would I would love to see him win the third one. Voter fatigue. He's it's hard to win a three in a row. It looks like Jokic is averaging twenty one. That's probably why. Yeah. Jason Tatum is going crazy though. Yeah. Yeah, to. he's having a good year. I I think Luca, man, Luca is. I feel like one and two in the league best players is Giannis and Luca right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like those two guys are ridiculous and they're international. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And I, I feel like, yeah, I I think like Luca is a more of a winning basketball version of James Harden. What I mean by that is James Harden had a moment in time where he was putting up stats like this, right? Mm. But James Harden always had this feel of he is really, really good, but those passing stats might be a little overrated. Luka Doncic is a way better passer. Luka Doncic seems so much more mentally engaged. Like, James Harden seemed like a really great player, but Luka Doncic feels like a killer. Luka Doncic yeah. just has that feel of, like, you step on the court, I'm taking your throat. And I don't feel like Harden ever had that kind awesome. of energy. And I just I just feel like Luka is just there to just kill people. He's out there. It's, it's man versus man, and I'm just going to destroy you slowly. Like, it's just, I feel like Luka, I, I feel like I know you don't like these comparisons, but Larry Bird is kind of the way I view Luca. Like I view Luca's baby as, bird. I view Luca's baby bird. It's just a different era. I know you love Larry Bird. I get it. I get it. But I feel like they're so similar because they're both slow. They're both ridiculous buckets. They're both killers. Neither one of them's really gifted defensively. And yeah. the, Luca's a great three point shot creator for himself, and they're both hell of a passers. Larry Bird's a better rebounder. They both score yeah. from kind of different spots, but you know, I feel like the effect on the game is similar to Larry Bird. Now I understand. Right now. <laughs> I'm about ready to end this right now. Did, okay, did Luka Doncic? Luka Doncic win uh, NBA championship in his first NBA season? No, nope. I don't think Larry nope. Bird. Sure did. Larry, Larry Bird did. Larry Bird. That was won Magic Johnson. First... Nope. Larry Bird won in his first. In his first uh, NBA season, yeah. No, it didn't. I don't. All right. Larry, Magic Johnson and Larry Basketball Bird. reference that. Yeah, Larry, no Ma- Magic Johnson played Larry Bird in the NCAA, NCAA championships. And then that year, Magic played Dr. J. Dr. J, Philadelphia 76ers, beat the Boston Celtics in the Eastern hold Conference on. Finals. 1979. Oh. No, hold on. Jason breaking out the <laughs> basketball knowledge. That's fine. I'm just got the same internet that uh, that, that Chris <laughs> has right now. When did Magic's ring? Larry, that's what he played center. Bird. Yeah, Wayne didn't Magic win right out of college? He won NBA. He won. He won Rookie of the Year, Finals MVP, and um, Larry no, Bird no, no. won Rookie of the Year. I thought yeah, Magic won Rookie of the Year the first, first year. year. Larry Bird whooped him in Rookie of the Year voting. 
Wait, Larry, the first Bird, season. Larry Bird won his first NBA championship in 1981. Yeah, he was drafted in 79. So, what? He was drafted in 79 with Bird with with Magic. They came in the same time. Didn't they have like rivalry because of college? Yeah, they played each other in the NCAA championship: Indiana State versus Michigan State. Bird well, was because... drafted technically in 78, though, because they drafted him a year early. No, they said that in 79-80, that was his first season. Yeah. So he won his he won the championship in his first year. Basically. Well, if he won the if he won the championship in the first year, that would be the eighty season. Yeah, you but said says, Bird won it in 81. I didn't say 81. I said he won in his first NBA season. I didn't say 81. Is, I said his first which is, NBA season, which he did. Luca didn't what? do that. Yeah, man. 1979, Larry Bird won his first NBA championship. And 1979-80 was his first NBA season. He won the championship in his first year. Well, I got the pushback, right? We, when LeBron first came into the league, we compared him to Jordan, right? It was like, oh, he's the next Jordan, blah, blah, blah. And Jordan, and then LeBron overtakes Jordan, but it took him several years to get to the championship and win one. So mm-hmm. I feel that that doesn't really equate too much just because oh. it took him a longer time. Because even, because Luca, you don't know, you know? They're playing great. They might get some good pieces coming in. Do you know what I mean? Because people might want to play with Luca and then they might win a championship next year. Mm-hmm. It does, I mean, I don't think the time limit to win a championship really like, equates to whether or not they're equal i think more skill wise on the same level i i can see where where everybody's been coming from because i hear it on the on the espn not the espn because i don't like watch espn um you know on the podcast all the time that like lucas like bird actually i'd like to clarify it was 1981 84 and 86 is 21 so he won in his second in his second year didn't he yes yes yep. all right yep. so did, did luca did luca win his um nba championship no. in his second okay that's the end of the discussion right there. Let's move <laughs> forward. Let's move Better forward. Team. And he's a three-time MVP. Like, come on, man. It's true. Luka's not going to become she, a three-time MVP. Look at you. Okay. Championships are like team cool. accolades. Oh. <laughs> he's not even compared. You said you think he's the greatest player greatest player of all time. I get no, it. No. Michael but... Jordan is. I'm, I think Michael Jordan is. But Larry Bird is like in the definitely in the top ten. Oh, yeah. I think we all agree on that. I did. I did like Larry Bird until I saw Michael Jordan actually watch the game on YouTube and watch him scorch my Celtics for sixty-three and make Larry oh, Bird look like a puppet yeah. on the sideline doing like eight dribbles and then dropping a jump shot oh on him. I was goodness, like, he's done. Yeah. I was like, isn't like, that the game where Bird said it, it was that wasn't Michael Jordan that was Jesus wearing Michael yeah, Jordan's skin or something that, like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then I said, you know that what? I just heard a quote from him: Michael Jordan's the best ever. It's the best ever. I would go. Well, here we go. It's here understandable. Go. It's understandable. <laughs> it's understandable. Chris, Chris is sitting there. He's like LeBron James. I'm telling you, it is LeBron. LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. I don't care. <laughs> but I, I do think live and die on that. <laughs> Luca and Giannis can enter this top ten discussion at the end of their careers. Yes, I feel like they're going to yes. be in this discussion. I don't know about top five because. You know, top five for me. Let's let's just take order out of it for the specifics of it. The top yeah. five for me is LeBron James. I don't think either one of them is going to be LeBron because they both have glaring weaknesses. One can't shoot a three. The other one can't defend a beanpole. 
you know, so l- completeness of LeBron is never going to be matched. You know, Michael Jordan's ridiculously gifted athlete, 36 points per game or something ridiculous regular season-wise. He has averaged yeah. that. Like, I'm not kidding. Scoring titles on scoring titles. You had to contend with Kareem, who dominated college, high school, and then the NBA, six MVPs, six NBA finals, ridiculously consistent. You know, I don't know if Ethan Wilts in this conversation, right? And Shaq's yeah. in that conversation. So is Magic and Bird. And it's kind of hard for people to break that interior for a top five. So I think top yeah. ten's possible, but I don't know about top five. Yeah. Well, story, I forgot there, to he's, he's got uh he's got the accolades already, like a defensive player of the year. It's he's true. won the championship multiple times, uh MVP. So he's got those, he's got everything. It's just We'll see what happens with yeah. him down the road here. Like he, Milwaukee's True. playing amazing right now this year. Yeah. Again. So I think <clears> they're coming out in the East for sure. Yeah. I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to eat uh, basically any team in the East right now. I thought Miami was going to do something, but they are, uh, I don't know what's going on with them. I honestly, I don't like saying like, I like J- Jimmy Butler, but it's time for Jimmy Butler to step it up here a bit. It's, he's been that league too long. He needs to start. Start doing something here. I th- I feel like Jimmy Butler's playoff specific points per game projection. He needs to be a little more realistic because he likes to sit at twenty two points per game the regular season, then turn it on to thirty, thirty two, mm-hmm. thirty three in the playoffs. He's got to bring it every night in the regular season for this team right now to be in the playoffs to even get there. Yeah. Um. So he's got to score more. And, Kyle Lowry's you know, not going to cut it. He's he's, he's, he's so old. <laughs> And it's just it's just the same old thing. And Bam Adebayo, he's playing decent. You got Tyler Hero, who's on the bench a lot now with injuries and stuff. Uh, Duncan Robertson's playing all right. It's just, yeah, they're not like they were when they played the Lakers in the finals. Though I can no, that. so not as balanced at all. They're used to have that defensive formula of having a wing next to Jimmy Butler so that he could guard, you know, the main player and Jimmy can focus on offense, but now Jimmy has to do both sides. So yeah, it's just, it's poorly built team. And I feel like offensively they restrict Bam and Tyler Hero. Don't let them play freely to just make them play within the offense way too much. I feel like, but that's just me. Yeah. Another team that's not doing so well in the East, I think, is a good segue, is the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, yeah, they win a couple games, but me personally, the the game that I did watch, right, which, you know, I was like a little bit on the fence about watching it. I just saw a lot of things that I didn't quite like, right? And like, yeah, they won that game. They played the Knicks, the battle for New York, but they just did not look like a great team. Mm. Yeah, Cam Thomas had a, had his little flashes. You know what I mean? He was knocking down some mid range shot. He was able to create, but he's he's like he's not Kyrie. I'm not saying no. like you know what I mean? Like no, he's not on that level of Kyrie. Like he could create for himself a little bit. Seth Curry can knock down some good shots. You know what I mean? Mm. But Ben has to create for others. He's able to do that. Only person on that team who could truly create at a high level is Kevin Durant. And when he's not on the floor and it's just Ben and like role players or however you want to call them, they look lost. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but they look very lost. It's like Cam tries to knock down the same shot after the same shot after the same same fall away two pointer from the game that I was watching. I can only talk about that because it's the only one I've seen, and I just was like, "This doesn't look like a like." Yeah, they're winning, mm-hmm. but I think they're winning strictly off of the talent of Kevin Durant. Other than yeah. that, he, they're not that great of a team. 
they four and one without Kyrie and they're like, oh yeah, look what they're doing without Kyrie. I'm like, but with Kyrie, I mean, like if they could just get it to work a little bit better, Mm -hmm. they might be a little bit better team. And then I might look at a little different, but they just cannot create. It's very sad the way they run their offense. Kevin Durant dropped a triple double that game against New York. He was amazing. He was amazing that game. He was at, like when he played that game. That was a, that was an amazing uh, game. He hasn't played that well like that. He's been playing actually pretty. He's been playing better since Kyrie's left. Yeah. So I don't know. I personally, I don't know. We'll see what happens with him down the line here. But uh, I do agree with Chris. They do need to. Uh, they need to get something going. Uh, ben Simmons. I'd like to see Ben Simmons do something. He looked mm-hmm. terrible. It doesn't look like he's uh, he's not like he was in Philly. So. I guess we'll no. see what happens in, uh, up until trade deadline. And I guess it, it all depends on what's going on with Kyrie, if he's going to come back, if he's going to get traded, if what's going to happen when he does come back, or people are going to watch him or boycott. It's just a bunch of drama with that guy. So it's just, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's like a, a, a soap opera with uh, the Nets. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, uh, I, think, I think people should talk about how impactful a bad organization should could be in the NBA more. And I feel like the Nets are your clear cut um example of this. You know what I mean? You like, see Sacramento. Yeah, I mean it's it's they're in that tier of organizations. I mean they haven't won consistently for a very long time. And I feel like you know even even Darren brought up a good point last podcast where you know, they had Steve Nash and they were heading into this offseason and they they were thinking of firing him and then you wait until the regular season. Now you didn't have time to really vet and search for a coach. Um, and they had to feel rushed to do it. And that's just another sign of a bad organization. But the reason why I really feel like they're a bad organization is they're letting everybody else manipulate them way too easily when it comes to their internal issues. With all the Kyrie Irving stuff, they're way too reactive. I mean, a five-game suspension for him—that's that's egregiously bad, right? He does—he he doesn't deserve that for what he put posted, and you know what I mean. And then we—it's just the reaction of the media, and them always placating the media, and then millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You know, the Ben Simmons stuff and the Steve Nash stuff. And one of my clear-cut observations for this is they, in my mind, did not hire Emil Doka because they did want to deal with the news and the backlash of hiring him. Just, all he did was literally sleep with a coworker. 
literally that's all he did that's that's it i get the boston celtics suspended him but that that's all that you had to worry about was signing him he is so far a gazillion miles ahead ahead of that assistant coach that they brought in just jock vaughn because they yeah. wanted to stabilize their environment mm-hmm. you know who needs stabilization organizations that cannot force stabilization on crazy situations right yeah i mean my my example that i was talking to chris about was in 2000 i want to say 2003 2002 in the lakers organization which is very well run back then they had jerry west an organization they had genie bus they had jerry jerry bus and like that was very very well run kobe bryant comes out with his sexual assault ex- ex- allegation they don't suspend him for the whole year they they don't feed into the firestorm that was going on they protected him and said okay if something comes out that he gets guilty for it well you know that's okay but we're gonna stand by him and not force anything onto it and we're gonna input our stability onto the situation rather than going oh me somebody save us somebody please stabilize this crazy situation no they were the lakers they have been business doing a very good job being a well-run organization for and since the 70s and they helped handled that situation extremely well and the brooklyn nets lack of being a good organization completely negated their ability to get the right head coach for the job which was email doka and it's a shitty organization and Katie and Kyrie should not have chose to went there. Kevin Durant shouldn't have chose to went there, and I'm sorry and sad for him. He has to spend the last few years of his prime there. Well, I think, uh, I know with Jason, my thing with Kyrie, I don't think he should have put that on there. And I think what he did afterwards made it worse. He could have just said, you know what, I just posted something on there. He didn't need to go into this, like, black, white, uh, bringing in Jewish people, all this kind of stuff. He should have just left it at that. But it really, Mm -hmm. like, dragged on. Me personally, I think the guy, uh, I, I think it's a double standard here. I was talking to Jason before we went on the air here. And I said, like, there was a, I think there was a gentleman for the Miami Heat. I was saying he was on the, uh, on his video game thing. He said a anti-Semitic slur for the Miami Heat. The next day he got kicked off the team. He got banned. He got traded to another team. The team kicked him off. Then you see Kyrie Irving post something on there, then go on these rants. And this guy's still playing in the league. I think it's like a double standard. I just think that if Kyrie Irving was not a great basketball player, he would be out of the league right now. I just think with what he's doing, I'm not even a big fan of the Brooklyn Nets anymore because of what he's done. So that's just my thing. I just think the guy should be, I just like, I totally disagree with what uh, he's he's been doing. And I think five games is not enough. Like caves it in for saying stuff like that. I just, I don't think it's right. So I guess I got to go last, huh? Okay. So here's my whole thought process on everything that's been said, you know, and I didn't really want to get into politics because I know that's a really touchy subject, especially politics in the NBA, especially how things are being handled. But me personally, I'm just like confused. For one, it's he posted something, you know, whatever he may have believed in or whatever he may have seen. He maybe wanted to, you know, see maybe it was parts of that that he wanted that he, you know, thought that people should look at or whatever. It was just a link, literally a link. Right. And we as soon as people see that link jump correctly down his throat. Just, oh, Kyrie's this, Kyrie's that, Kyrie's this, Kyrie's that. But my big problem with this is that if it's such a big deal, 
And I believe it is. I believe that there's no place in the world for anti-Semitism. That is that link has nothing to do with Kyrie the basketball player. That's a link that has everything to do with the website on which that link can be found. There are people profiting from this film that is so bad that it caused Kyrie to have a laundry list of things to do in order to come back into the league from his suspension. But there are people profiting from said film, and there is no backlash, nothing going towards them. People, case in point, Amazon. This is film can be found on Amazon, yet there is no backlash, no disdain, nothing for Jeff Bezos and for his company. Yes, there should be some form of, I wouldn't say censorship, but if you're going to get mad at somebody for posting a link, let's get mad where the link came from, in my opinion. Now, to get off of that, because I, I, I like some people may not agree with what I say, and I just want to keep that all off there, because like I said, politics aside, now thinking back into basketball, right? I think that Jason made a perfectly good point. I think that the Brooklyn Nets are a poorly run organization. I feel that if there was something, they should have protected. The, you know, the, Kyrie Irving is a basketball player. He's a human, but he's also an asset to that team. So when you when you want to win, when you want to win games and things like that, you protect those assets. Kobe Bryant was valuable to the Lakers, therefore they didn't even feed into that. But the reason that people are feeding into this and it's made it such a big deal is because of the the monstrous rise of social media giving so many people a voice into and and allowing them to comment on things that they should not be able to comment on in the the 2003 there is no social media presence like it is now True. you know what i mean so nobody can say anything about kobe bryant they can say things <clears throat> now like the lady who said something after the crash you know rest in peace to kobe bryant and Gigi bryant after the crash she made a she made a she made a remark about the about the case and things like that things that he was found guilt, not guilty of. But you know what I mean? Without that, if you put Kyrie back then and you do this and, and you in the same exact situation happens, that this situation that we have right now with the Brooklyn Nets does not happen because there are people who can no longer comment, who are commenting now, who makes things worse. Once you feed into the media, once you feed into the propaganda of everybody else pushing the same thing, the same narrative, there are people on social media arguing about this every single day. Once you see that and they're tagging the Brooklyn Nets, they should do something about this, do something about this. This is not stand, da, 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 da. Giving all these people a voice has really press, put pressure on these organizations to perform in a way that the masses want them to. That's the whole problem with social media. I don't, I'm going to get off my soapbox because I don't want to go into this. But that's just my whole take on it. I, I honestly believe that the Brooklyn Nets are a poorly run organization. They should have protected Kyrie. And I also believe that there should be fingers pointed, not just at Kyrie, because maybe there were points in that movie where he was like, hey, I kind of, you know, I think that you should watch it for the, one, two, and three. And not the entire movie, because he even came out and said that there's some things in that movie that I do not agree with. But if there, we should not, he should not be charged and forced to be labeled because of the entire film when there's only certain points. And then the people who have, who are profiting from said film should be a just as fault. That's just, that's just my take on it. After like when he posted the, uh, the movie that he did, the interviews that I he follow did him afterwards. On, I follow him on Twitter and I've seen the interviews. He, he's, he like went like really, really like crazy, like started saying like the blacks and the Jews and it just started going like really crazy non-basketball stuff. It was just, I don't know, man. I just don't think it's like really necessary 
I'm just not. I've been to Germany, man. I've been to like a, an actual like uh, the, the camps where they did all that crazy, bad, horrible stuff. And when I just don't think it's really like what if you would have went and posted something like he's a professional athlete. Like he should know because of his post places like Jewish places. Now they need security when they go into their churches and stuff like that because of this guy. Like he caused a lot of bad things. He won the black people, like black people against white people, a lot of politics. I don't know. It was what he did afterwards is what, what got me like when he posted it. I just see his interviews were just crazy. He went like total Kanye or Yee or whatever his name is. This yeah. Uh, I feel like it's just the, t- the, t- the period in time that we are in that, you know, mm-hmm. everything's a little bit more amplified. Um, sure. I mean, since the beginning of all of this, you know, America, because I'm not sure what the Canadian history, I can't speak on that, Darren, but it's always mm-hmm. been black and white. That, that's just mm-hmm. how it's been. You know, so it's, it's nothing that's created out of this. This wasn't created out of thin air. You know, it didn't just come, okay, um, Kyrie posted this and all of a sudden there's, oh, okay, there's black versus white. It's been that way in America. Um, that's not something that, you know, that that's something that we hope that we know to be true. Like, it's a different situation because, you know, if you guys ever see this, if you're ever able to see this video wise, and before Darren joined, it's me and Jason. It's a black guy and a white guy. I mean, we're and I consider this man a brother to me. Yeah. So it's me like, too. you know, so it Darren's cool too. So it's just like, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it this exists, but that doesn't mean that you have to feed into it. Um. Mm-hmm. So I like I like I'm just saying, Darren. Like it's it's not like it didn't just whoo, it was always here. No. Oh, okay. But it's just whether or not you choose to feed into it. Oh, I don't, I don't feed into it. I just didn't like just what he was doing. Like when I saw the press conferences afterwards, like he had a, a chance to go and apologize and maybe be like more for why he posted it rather than going on an ultimate warrior rant, which led to him getting uh, suspended. And then after he gets suspended, then he posts why he was apologetic because he's losing five games pay and might not be going back for a while. So it was what he did afterwards is, is what got me like an issue. Just apology afterwards. Yeah, he didn't even like apologize. He didn't apologize until after he got suspended, until that Paul and he did it at night and he wrote it on IG. It was just like you should have did it before you got suspended, not after you got punished. That's like a kid getting uh, the the cookie afterwards and getting his hand slapped and all that kind of crap, right? It's like it's like yeah, weird stuff. I don't know. You should talk yeah. about something else because I'm <laughs> I could be doing this all day. I'm not a fan of Kyrie Irving. If I'm I was, not into the politics. If I was able, if I, I'm just not a fan of that guy. Not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to get off the politics. I don't like the politics of basketball right now. It's very, it's a very weird space in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So going forward now, let's talk about those Cavs. We believe wine and gold still. I think so. <laughs> they're, they're like, they're like in the category of Utah. They're, uh, yeah, they're surprised. I am surprised they're they're doing good. They got a couple injuries right now, but they'll they will uh, they will do good. I think they're definitely going to make the playoffs. Oh yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. neither here nor there. Speaking of Utah, right? What I wanted to say earlier, but we kind of like moved past that. Was um, and I'm glad I'm going back because you mentioned Utah again. Um, <laughs> was that I feel I see them more like Atlanta Hawks. You know, like that. What? Whoa, 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 whoa! Atlanta Hawks would sweep them in a playoff series, four zero. In Utah, yes. 
Atlanta would no 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 not them. this Atlanta Hawks. I'm talking about the Atlanta Hawks that was like the one seed, and then they went against LeBron oh. Lake, Lakers. Kyle Horford, Jeff Teague, yeah. Horford. Kyle, I know exactly. Yeah, that's that. what I'm yeah. saying. Utah Jazz okay. would destroy the Atlanta Hawks right now. Oh, the no way. Destroy. In a playoff <laughs> series. Don't... Would destroy them. Look, I think the Atlanta Hawks are a better team than the Boston Celtics right now. I think they I think they're running <laughs> off the You're court. only going as far as Trey Young can shoot that ball, buddy. That's it. <laughs> not anymore since I have DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray's going to be getting that basket. Oh, uh, it's getting finishing. good. It's getting he good. A, he said yeah. the magic words. Yeah. He said he has, he has a couple good games. A couple good games, DeJounte Murray, and uh, and and everyone thinks he's like the, the next. Like, he made All-Star Dominic. game last year. He made at All-Star game. He's not like the next Dominique Wilkins. No, I don't need him to be. I need him to be the number two to Trey Young. When the, when, when, when the Utah has like five in a bench. They got six players that are in double figures. Run them they off would the eat the Hawks. Eat them. Run them off the floor. For dinner. We'd shoot them and eat them for dinner. That's the Run thing, though, the because floor. if they're like that Atlanta Hawks team, I mean, like. They're better. I mean, this, like, this, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Utah is like that Atlanta Hawks team, like the Jeff Teague, Al Horford, um, Paul Millsap, Kyle Corver team, where they was like a number one seed and they was getting players of the week constantly, just a greatly coached team. And then they met the real, the real in the one seed in the in the first round, and they broke the record for most threes in a game on that team. <laughs> yeah, I think they hit like 13, 14 threes in a game as a team. Yeah, it was something ridiculous. Like it might have been even more than that. It was something ridiculous like that. And I just see Utah as like the Atlanta Hawks, right? Where they're like they're gonna do great in the regular season, right? They're gonna win. They're gonna oh, we're gonna hold the one and two seed. They're gonna oh, we overachieve. We're doing great. They're gonna get in the playoffs and get smacked down. It's just what's gonna happen because they're gonna run into those into that playoff atmosphere because they're a young team. But believe it or not, um, they're gonna run into the, to that to that season team and just get smacked like it, no tomorrow. And then they're gonna mm-hmm. pick, lick their wounds, come back the next year. Utah, Utah and that's just because they don't have a defensive star. No, Trey Young was like star. one pick away from being put in the hospital. That guy is so small. Like you can oh, do a pick and goodness. roll on him, he's done. Someone sets one good on him, he's good, he's done. And then that's it. Utah is running over them with a the starting five. I this we'll, we'll never be able to prove this, but it, it, <laughs> they would run. I what what's the, what's the season different. record? Have they played already? Have they played against each other already? I don't know. I think Jason, the Jazz I, are. T- I'll bet you twenty dollars that the Utah Jazz will have a better record than the Atlanta Hawks this season. Oh, take that right now. <laughs> what are they? What are Atlanta Hawks with that right now? I bet you Utah Jazz don't win more than forty-five games. This is a fluke. Utah will have, I think Utah games. is one of those teams this year that you're going to see them just start just going crazy. Because the other okay. teams got injuries, most of them. A lot of these, okay. like Harden's out, and he just came back from wherever he came from. He just dropped 59. <laughs> I don't even know where Embiid went. And he just came back, <laughs> dropped 59. So it's just like, he's back. You got LeBron out. AD is Westbrook's coming off the bench. Like, who else you got? Brooklyn, Ben Simmons. Only thing that I can think about is Giannis and, and Luca right now. Never get Golden State. No sleep. <sighs> no, you could sleep on them a little bit because their bench is not gelling right now. Draymond Green looks yeah. like he's kind of not the same. I, I think bench... they're not gelling since uh, the, the punch to Jordan Poole. I think that really oh, shook yeah, that's that a good whole point. team up. 
Yeah. You just don't see them clicking anymore. Like when I no. watched the body language between Jordan Poole and Draymond on the court. Listen, if someone punched me like that in practice and I had to go back in the I, there wouldn't be no Draymond Green. There wouldn't be no Draymond Green because I'm waiting for him in the parking lot if you sucker punched me like that. And then we're going at it. And we're doing and we're doing some Yellowstone stuff. We're not fighting to the death. That's what's going to be happening. All right. You're not going to. I don't know if you guys watch anyone who's listening to this. Watch that video. The guy just comes out yeah, of blue. He talks crap and just does the like Superman Roman Reigns punch. And punch. If that wall wasn't there, yeah. Jordan Poole would have been out. I don't know how you can come back he went from to sleep. that. He melted. Yeah, yeah. He literally like Draymond was like, "Oh, I'll just hold you and caress you for a second as I just knocked you out." Like he's holding him like a little child. As, he's, as you can see him, he's like just holding him. He's just like, "Oh, it's just weird, man." Like, and then you got up, and then the next day is like, "Okay, well, you got like a couple days suspension, but uh, we're gonna be playing." He's coming back opening night. If I was your full man, I'd be like, "I want to trade. I'm done. I'm out of here." Who <laughs> Jordan Poole got the bag, though. Jordan Poole got 140 for four. He got the bag because he got knocked out. That's like that. He was counting sheep. Jordan Poole should know that when you're yapping your mouth, hands up at all times, but you just don't sit there. Like, you just see him. He looked like a fish. He literally looked like a fish, dude. It was crazy. And you can see that on the court. You see them, like, when they're talking. Like, Jordan Poole doesn't give a crap what Draymond says. Get rid of Draymond Green. Warriors will be fine. It's who Draymond Green they're going to get. Like in return for it mm-hmm. is the question. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I still see Draymond as like that glue. You know what I mean? A little bit until he punched Jordan Poole. Like I saw him like the guy who was like, he's like he's kind of like a on the court leader. Like a, he's a vocal mm-hmm. leader is what I want to get. Like you know, I see Curry more like a quiet guy, but like Draymond's the one who's like going to get everybody riled up, get them together, galvanize the troops, and get them to win games. Like vocally on the court, so like. I feel like he, that was just his emotion. You know what I mean? I feel like, not to go back because it happened so long ago, but I feel like it was more like his emotion. I feel like Jordan Poole was mouthing off to him, probably like, um, we don't need you. I'm better than you anyway. How many points did you score? Pop. Went to sleep. And then he was like, now how many sheeps do you count? Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and it's still carrying over. Like that, You just like you said, uh, Chris, it happened such a long time ago. But you can see it carrying through the season. Like they are not the yeah. same since the beginning of the opening night. Like they, yeah, they beat, I think yeah. they beat the Lakers. But like, yeah. like, like 12 blind I mean, people could beat the Lakers. 12 blind <laughs> people could beat the Lakers right now, all right? That's how bad it is, all right? Yeah. All right. All right, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. My Celtics right now are like, they're they're doing good. They're doing all right. They're up and down. But mm-hmm. but they're not the Lakers. They're not two and ten. I just no, it's you, true. You, just, you see Marcus yeah. Smart try to um lob it to Jason Tatum. <laughs> I, try, I try not to watch Marcus Smart in his hair. Like, I, just, I can't I can't take it. If I was if I was a teammate, I'd try to Marcus shave Smart's that. Five. <laughs> just, just grab It's weird, man. No, I'm not. I, Marcus Marcus Smart is a defensive uh, specialist. He's not. Uh, yeah, he's not known for the alley oop and uh, and that kind of stuff. <laughs> And Jason Tatum needs to keep playing like this because if he doesn't, my Celtics don't got a chance in hell of winning a championship this year. Just like Vince said, no chance in hell, buddy. No, no, no chance, chance in hell. In, no chance it's, in hell. It's, it's a crazy thing that, like, uh, let's, let's do this real quickly. The craziest, the craziest thing right now is if I, if we all had to say who's going to, well, if I had to say who's, let's say stop the season right now. 
who would win the NBA championship, I would choose the Bucks, especially if they have Chris Middleton mm-hmm. healthy. But like I'm going Utah. <laughs> they're not gonna get the first round, but we'll just leave it at that. If if you I said, had the you list said right now, you said right now they have the best right now. record in the West right now. They're at ten and two. Show some respect to the Utah Jazz, man. Like come on. Ten and five. Gonna, we'll hate, say that you're getting hate mail here soon from Utah. Uh, I would say so. the Celtics. I I would go I would go Bucks. I feel like the Celtics haven't really hit their stride offensively and defensively. I feel like Jason Tatum's just carrying right now and putting a great stellar performance individually. And Jalen Brown. Team wise, I feel that's, like that's what they need though. They just need Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to go crazy. Go ahead. You're you're getting to my point is if I had to list teams more talented than the Bucks that just haven't put it together yet, I could list the Boston Celtics. I could list the the 76ers. I mean, James Harden, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, they're probably more talented. The Brooklyn Nets have Ben Simmons, KD, Kyrie Irving. When they're on the floor, they're more talented in the Do West. I mean, Do they really have it, Ben Simmons? They got a chill. He was in the All-Star game a few years ago. He has, uh, he has talent, right? I'm not talking about on-court. We're just talking about talent. We're talking about the yeah. Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors are more talented as a team. The, you know the the in, in the Grizzlies probably have more talent than the than the Bucks. It's close, but yeah. you know, that my point is right now a lot of the top tier talents just haven't put it together yet at all. I mean, I feel like it's kind of messing up the way that NBA standings and the way that the league is going right now. And it's just so you can't predict the future right now. I I would. If if Ime was still the Boston Celtics coach, I would have said preseason the Boston Celtics are going to win the NBA championship. Like I was really high on them before Ime got fired. Like, like it, it it's 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 so much in flux based off of the way these teams are just playing. They're having issues, can't gel. Draymond Green's knocking people out. Like they're just they just so <laughs> many unpredict. There's so many unpredictable <laughs> issues right now that this could be a season where. A team like Milwaukee may get a ring and may not be a top four, top five most talented team in the NBA, but they're just, they gel well. They have great chemistry. They have one of the best players in the NBA and they have a solid team. They play defense and offense, right? And, you know, this, it's, it's, it, it might be one of those years where the talented teams just don't put it together. I, I think we'll see what happens by trade day. Uh, uh trade deadline for the Warriors. I think they will make a move mm-hmm. and I think they will get rid of Draymond Green. Yeah, I I, oh. I just don't and they're really not he wants a contract extension for next season. So they're really not going to be losing anything. I think they're probably going to gain mm-hmm. something if they make a smart trade. It's just who's going to go for Draymond. I wouldn't trade anyone right now other than Draymond. Clay Thompson's coming back from his uh, injuries. I am very surprised that he even won a championship with the uh, Warriors last year. So He's got a pass on my uh, – he can come back into his shooting shape whenever he can. But Draymond, I think it's uh, – maybe he goes to the Lakers, eh? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Another work, team though. I forgot to mention was the Clippers as well. You can go ahead, Chris. Yeah. yeah that doesn't work well. The Clippers are doing well. But that doesn't work well. I don't think the Draymond Green to the Lakers trade works. Also, no. there was some other news, right? So I don't know because Twitter's a weird place right now because everybody has like a blue has a check mark. So I don't know who's who. But I did see, and like I said, take it with a grain of salt. This is just what I've seen on there. Lakers are looking at Bradley Bill. I don't think that does anything special for that team at oh, all. I, it, wait, wait, wait. You don't I think, think that, that does anything special? 
I don't think there's gonna like okay, they're gonna go from being the team they are now. I mean, it's gonna elevate the team, of course, but I feel like they're still not going to be a playoff team I'm later on because I think that it's just. I don't think it's gonna be a playoff <laughs> team with Bradley. I'm, I'm with Jason on this one. I think Bradley Beal would be a big <laughs> impact with the Lakers. I, I'm just saying, with yes. from like a shooting standpoint, everything he would be shooting, a big yes. plus. He would be a big plus on like the offensive side. He's not bad at defense, but he's yes. better than what most of the players are. But I don't know if you're just going to give up Anthony Davis just for Bradley Beal. I don't think Washington's going to take that trade. I think they'd laugh at it now and just be like, we got Porzingis. <laughs> Why do we need yeah, Anthony Davis? Yeah, they got Porzingis. Davis? Porzingis is playing it, it, Porzingis is playing year. really well. Yeah. He's starting to mature yeah. with the beard. He's The unicorn's starting mm-hmm. to grow He's the playing beard the five. a bit. Eh? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. he is. Mm-hmm. It looks ugly, but it's it's there. I, I love Porzingis. <laughs> I loved his game in New York. But yeah. then after New York, he went to Dallas. And then Dallas, it was just like, yeah. And then now he's sort of coming to and yeah. with the Wizards with Bradley Beal. I like that duo. If they stick yeah. together and get some, a few more pieces, they're yeah. going uh, to be contenders. So... Yeah, I don't really like the Bradley Bill to the Lakers trade. No. I'm like, I don't think you're ever going to see that. I'm not happening. a big fan of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan happening. of that one. <clears throat> I but think I you're going to see like another a... one, right? Go ahead. Oh, I think you're going to see something like, um, like you're going to see something with draft picks with the Lakers if they're going to trade. So they're going to take it like they don't have much. They're going to be like Anthony Probably. Davis with some uh, more. They got some first rounders still, from what I've uh, seen. So. They have two in the bag they can trade. Yeah, like 2025, yeah. 2027, something like that. I think yeah, they're going to do that. 2029 or something like that. I think they're going to pull something out. They need to, I think. So it's always back to the Lakers, eh? It's always got, it's, it always comes around the circle and then we go back to the Lakers. <laughs> it's just that I think everyone's yeah. just shocked with the way they're playing this year. It's the LA Lakers. It's like the Boston Celtics that they would play in a bad season. We'd be talking about the Celtics and if they went two and 10. It's just that. These teams yeah. we've had since we've grown up, like the 80s and stuff. I used to be a Lakers and Celtics fan, Magic Bird. Mm-hmm. So it's just shocking that we see the Lakers that are they're, they're, they're like this right now. With the superstar power that they have, it's crazy. I, it, it's shocking. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Another, another trade I've seen was the 76ers were looking into Kevin Durant. And I'm like, maybe. Oh, God. I don't, for who? I mean, what are they Harden? trading to get him? They're gonna yeah, get Harden. You send Harden back to Embiid. Oh my God, that would be the hard yeah, worst trade ever. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I, I'm not. I'm not. Like, I like Embiid, but Embiid for Durant? No, I don't. Big guys are hard to find these days, and Embiid's mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know. We even saw that in Canada. Yeah, the Durant I don't know trade. who they would trade for that. Well, who would they? They would have to trade like. Um, I don't even know. They would have to trade like Harden and and uh, like a package deal or something. First round draft pick. Uh, I don't. I don't know how they're pulling that off. I don't know. I mean, well, if Brooklyn goes into rebuild mode, then I guess they can just throw some some veteran pieces at him and some picks, and they'll accept that. You know well, how how, yeah. how much farther are you going to go with Brooklyn for a rebuild? Like they have like they've been going. They had like three. They had Harden. Uh, Irving Durant, and then now they got Durant, uh, Irving Simmons. It's just like, where are they who else do they need to, to win this team? Like, what do they need? I don't understand <laughs> the much, whole dream team out there. Yeah, like, what I they knew, need? I knew first, what? I knew front office. Well, Ooh. front office isn't going to win them on the court. Like, what other players are you going to find? Like, what, what kind of coaches is, is it going to take for them to win a championship with all this talent? Like, I don't understand. Just go four out, one in, give it to Durant the whole time. 
Everyone else, get the fuck out of his way. That's how it goes. <laughs> I don't swear much, but it's just like four out, one in, let him do his thing, and that's it. Irving, everyone else, just get the fuck out of his way, give him the ball, and do his thing. It's just like it's getting right. crazy. Sorry, it's yeah, just it's, to be said. It's, it's crazy to think that... Sorry, Jason. I mean, it's it's crazy to think that they they could be below five hundred with with Kyrie, KD, and Ben Simmons. Yeah, talent wise, it's ridiculous. Like they, they, you know, I feel like also I feel like I think if we have to review the way we view Kyrie. I feel like Kyrie, there's so many great point guards in the NBA right now that I don't even think Kyrie's a top five point guard anymore. Like I just. He doesn't pass the ball well. He's kind of peaked after, you know, 2016. He hasn't improved much. Like, he never grew to become a defender. He never grew yeah. to become a good passer. He's just kind of always been a bucket, right? And so I just, you know, Kai Kai has just hit a ceiling. And I feel like people have to rethink the way they view him. He's, he's a specialist. He's a highly gifted scoring specialist. And that's all he does. He's you have to do other he's things. He's dropping thirty, I think, a game before suspension. Like he's a great guy. Yeah, he's a bucket. A jackass mm-hmm. off the court. That's all. If he was more of a not of a jackass off the court, maybe <laughs> we wouldn't be talking about his stuff off the court. If you could just stay on the court and just maybe less of the antics off the court and maybe start winning championship, that would be nice. It's just like you know who looks. I told Jason Go before ahead. we Go came ahead. on the air that if we started talking about the Nets, I'm going to start bugging out here. And this is what's happening right <laughs> now. You guys got me going all over the place here. I am. I just, I'm not, I like, it's frustrating to watch them because it's just like, who are they going to bring in that's going to be able to top the three players that they have now? It's just like, there's like, who are yeah. they going to get? I just don't know who they're going to Like, yeah. this is Brooklyn's last chance. So crazy glue it together, gorilla glue it, whatever you got to do to this team and try and win mm-hmm. a championship. I'm good. I'm not. I'm not gonna yeah. talk anymore. But yeah, I can't. I'm gonna lose. I, I, you know who who looks better by this, Christopher Muhammad. Who the true goat, LeBron James, looks better by this because he had to deal with that nutcase and win a ring in 2016. Hey, yeah. hey, MJ had to deal with a guy named Scottie Pippen who, because there every night mentally wasn't, you know, Kyrie. Well, Dennis Irving. Rodman. Well, I mean, Dennis Rodman. He just could let party. But let's be honest here, Dennis Rodman wasn't scott the number two guy you know what i mean like yeah you're he's right a yeah very high tier role player the um, greatest rebounder of all time i think yeah he's definitely up there yeah. for that yeah rebounder. i would say him moses wilt yeah yeah bill russell is is great but rodman oh, yeah, yeah. rodman brought a whole new style of rebound i remember like the tip when you would get it in the air and then he would tip it and the guy would be trying mm-hmm. to jump and grab it he would just tip it and play with him he'd just be like oh hey mm-hmm. <laughs> i got the rebound <laughs> yeah so I mean, LeBron's always going to look better because he had to deal with the nutcase, right? He had to yeah. deal with Kyrie. Like, Kyrie Irving didn't show up to practice for, like, the whole Eastern Conference playoffs or something ridiculous, like, um, a whole month, the year they won it. Like, it's, like, <laughs> something insane like that, like, that he leaves. Kyrie Irving, oh, my gosh, you remember 2016? Kyrie Irving probably thought, I'm going to go to Boston. They got Jason Tatum. They got Jalen Brown. I'm gonna run the East for the next five years because I'm that guy. I gotta go prove yeah. it. Yeah, I'm gonna be the next Kobe Bryant, my idol. Ooh, <laughs> they were doing well at first. They were actually like the Celtics were good when he was on the court, and then I don't know what happened. You know, I think he got, I think he got hurt. I think yeah, he, got he got injured. He got injured. It was like 2018. 2018 and then, and then he came season. back, and then he did like a big <laughs> spiel saying that he's gonna be with the Boston Celtics forever. <laughs> 
And then he and then his last game, he went and like wiped his feet on the on the logo and left. Then he got traded to Brooklyn. He's going to Brooklyn yeah. and he's been injured. He, the COVID thing, it's been like crazy. Yeah. I personally think like we always it's so it's hard not to talk about the politics with the NBA right now because it's sort of the two are put together right now for some yeah. of the stories, yeah. unfortunately, but it's just I think Durant's playing amazing right now without Kyrie, and it's going to be quite interesting to see what happens when he comes back. Because we all know yeah. he's coming back. It's just a matter of when. Is he going to help? Is he going to yeah. come back and help? Or is he going to be more of a detriment to the uh, Brooklyn Nets? And that's a big word for today, detriment. All right? So that is a big word. That is a big <laughs> word. So I'm just saying if no one knows what detriment means, that means, like, is he going to is he gonna F up? <laughs> is he going to F up Basically. the Brooklyn Nets or not? So um, yeah, so yeah, so it's uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. So Chris, what do you think? Does that like reason five million two hundred twenty-five thousand that LeBron's better than Michael Jordan? Yeah, I would, say so. yeah, yeah okay. I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. If you guys have anything else to talk about, I think that's a great place to stop this.